Welcome to the Partners Financial Podcast, a podcast designed for you with insights from fellow members as well as NFP and Partners Financial experts. Hi, welcome to the Partners Financial Podcast. I'm Kristen Bulat. Thanks for joining us. Today, I am excited to bring you the business valuation tool that is um, created by and run by Nationwide. I'm joined by Derek Welsh, who's the Senior Director of Advanced Consulting at Nationwide in charge of life and long-term care distribution, and Ryan Patton, who works with Derek. Ryan is a Technical Director of of Advanced Sales, and he's the guy that runs the tool on a day-to-day basis. So thank you both for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Of course. So Derek, can you jump right in and talk to us about what is your business valuation tool? Yeah. So as you probably know, we've got um, advisors out there who have many relationships with business owners. And they might have had those relationships for years and and maybe never had you know a full discussion about what it is that the business owner does and, and uh, some of the needs that they might be able to help that business owner with. And so what we saw was an opportunity to help an advisor, um, you know, raise those important questions with their business owner uh, clients, and you know, determine, you know, has that business owner put the planning in place um, in order to protect the business, to you know, do business succession, uh, set up retirement plans, uh, all those types of things that you know we as life insurance professionals could potentially help the business owner with. So, with that in mind, uh, we felt like the discussion needed a starting point, and oftentimes that starting point. Point is, you know, what is the value of your business, and you know, what could you afford to do to do those things that are necessary to to put into protection? And so, from that stemmed our, and I'll stress, informal business valuation tool. Because, uh, you know, while we can get a good estimate of what that business looks like, we are not formal business valuation experts. We uh, have the expertise to give an informal valuation to start the discussion. Where do we go with a business succession plan, retirement planning, protect my business? That's great. Thank you. If we wanted to, if one of our producers wants to have access to the tool and use it to get a business valuation, informal as it may be, what sort of information should they be gathering from their business owner clients? Yeah, so you know, we we have a couple of pieces that help facilitate the conversation. Uh, first and foremost, you know, as as listening to this podcast, you'll you know you'll you'll get these pieces, so you'll have them in your hands. Uh, but the best way to go about it is, you know, one of the questionnaires that we have talks about the the profits and expenses of the business, gives us an overview of what we need to understand what's going on with the business. We also have a piece uh, that helps facilitate the discussion about the business you know have you had a succession plan in place and if so when's the last time you took a look at it and uh, you know with that succession that succession plan that you have have you done a business valuation recently uh, more importantly though you know as we always say garbage in garbage out so the best information that we can get from any business owner client is tax returns because this will give us a, a 
deeper dive and ability to come up with a better informal valuation from where to start from. And that's, you know, that's the main thing that we want to get. Now, as far as getting that information put together, you know, obviously contacting the nationwide wholesaler, they can help you facilitate that and get the pieces that you need. And then, of course, put you directly in contact with uh, my team and specifically Ryan Patton, who, who runs the team that's doing the business valuations. So just so that we're clear, this is not a tool that's on the website that anybody can log in and use, right? They need to be reaching out to Ryan and the team and the professionals. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we don't have, you know, to, to go on there and just kind of putting your own for information, in our opinion, might lead to results that are inaccurate. So we hold that tool in-house. So yes, in order to get this put together, uh, contact the Nationwide Wholesaler. They'll put, us, put you in contact directly with Ryan and my team, and then we can get you off on the right foot. That's perfect. That sounds like a great way to do it, to utilize the professionals. Um, and when you're doing these tools, when you're running these, and this may be a Ryan question as much as for you, Derek, but where where does the life insurance fit in? Do you do a comparison of a do-nothing scenario and then the life insurance? Do you help them? Multi-part question, apparently. Do you help them figure out what type of buy-sell that they need to do? You know, Talk to us sort of about the output and what our producers can expect when they get one of these. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Uh, tell tell everyone your process and, and what you're going through on these reviews. Yeah, yeah, happy to. Yeah, so when when we're doing a review, you know, life insurance is definitely one of the biggest factors that we look for as far as covering the risk that's out there uh, for individuals. Uh, so we certainly look to uh, cover the the new valuation. So whatever that is, if it's a ten million dollar business and we have two owners and they're fifty fifty. You know, getting the proper amount of coverage is is certainly something we we look to. A nice part of our output, though, uh, Kristen, as you mentioned, is what happens if we don't have something in place. There's actually a section in our output. It's called your cost summary, and in that section, we highlight your individual ownership interest, so 50% owner. What it looks like if you were to force the other owner to get a loan, say at six percent over whatever term. I will show you the cost that that would have for the individual owner. Or maybe it's an installment sale is what you've agreed to in your your buy-sell. Or maybe they can't do any of that and they have to do a sinking fund. What does that look like? Uh, So a nice portion of our output, not just related to life insurance, also shows you those what-ifs. And that's a great way to have a conversation with their attorney as well to say, you know, based on the cash flow that we've assessed for the business, the terms that they've agreed to, they just don't make sense. We just can't actually cash flow. We need it to be closer to a 15-year term that we agree to as opposed to a 10. Oh, okay. So can you talk to us about some of the I got a guy, some of the situations where someone has called you up and you know, you've helped them figure out what the right solution is? Yeah, yeah. So uh, just for reference, we probably do uh, right around 200 or so valuations each year. Um, varying businesses out there. Uh, The ones that we probably see the most of would be construction groups, uh, manufacturing groups, and then professional services groups. Uh, Those seem to be the top three coming out of the pandemic that just seem to be on fire. Goodness, you can't even get anything done as far as construction goes. Uh, So we've seen a lot of interest in that particular group. Um, For them, one of the conversations that I've had recently was we had a, a construction group uh, very profitable, went from 2018, they had a revenue of around uh, 8 million. 
ended 2021 with about 22 million. So extreme growth within that area. Uh, this individual uh, came to us thinking that his valuation of his business was right around $5 million. And through the process, through our due diligence of digging through the taxes, uh, we told him, we think you're actually worth 25. And he said, well, you, if that's the case, I'm selling it tomorrow. And that's exactly what he did. He sold it the next next few weeks, ended up with 25 million, actually had a, a loan that paid the taxes uh, that he owed and used the proceeds to fund, portion of it to fund a life insurance policy to diversify his income for the future. And that was a 125,000 a year premium uh, resulting from that let alone all the AUM for the uh, investment manager as well. So very interesting uh, side on that. It is interesting. It's funny that he said, I'm selling my business and he went ahead and did it. And he did it. (laughs) And so, as you mentioned, the other thing that we've seen, you know, it's attorneys, it's super busy right now. Can you talk about how professional services organizations are using the tool? Absolutely. And this is is probably one of my uh, targeted areas, I would say, for folks. Attorneys, uh, CPAs, doctors, dentists, lawyers, actuaries, accountants, gosh, they're they're all experiencing a lot of uh, growth, a lot of demand. One group in particular kind of in that sphere of um, professional groups that I would say is really uh, needs to seek out the service are those engineers and um, uh, architectural firms. Uh, This past year, we had the passage of the infrastructure bill. And for me, that painted a, a target of, you know, who's going to re- be receiving government funds? About $550 billion is going into this kind of infrastructure-based service. And that means actuaries, or not actuaries, but uh, architecture and uh, engineering firms almost have a guaranteed demand for the next five, 10 years out. Uh, so for them, you know, one thing that they're going to see is an increase in their value. But a big, big thing that they need to look to is how do I secure that value? How do I do that is really down to people. How do I make sure the people come to to me and stay with me instead of seeing the greener grass on the other side? So to secure their value, we should really be having discussions. And this goes across the board with the professional groups. We really need to have a lot more discussion around, uh, a lot better discussion around people planning. So am I doing a REBA? For targeted individuals? Am I making sure they stay with me for five years? Here's your policy. Making sure that I can secure my cash flow, because that's really what we're buying as a business. We're buying the cash flow of the business. And to secure that, you've got to secure your people. It's, it's interesting, as you're talking about it, I realized that one business valuation results in probably three different sales, right? You've got your succession by sell sale, but then there's also the key employee sale. And then, as you said with your first guy, just a supplemental sort of diversification sale. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Key person as well. So not just the executive benefit, but also ensuring that key person for the business. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, several sales. Absolutely. So how do our guys get in touch with you if they want to do one thing and get three or four different sales opportunities? How do they reach out to you and, and utilize the tool that you have? Sure. So I would say the the first point of contact would be their wholesaler, their contact from Nationwide's perspective. Uh, They'll have all the tools that Derek had mentioned as well, uh, the PDFs, the pieces that we have kind of for this space. Uh, They'll have everything to get get the advisor up and running. 
have those meaningful conversations. So reach out to them as kind of the first contact. And then we're there to support you all the way through uh, the finish line when it comes to the valuation. That sounds great. Well, any last piece of wisdom or information you want to leave our listeners with? Uh, I would say the biggest thing for me is uh, focus on probably our top three. Uh, look to the construction groups. They're certainly in demand. They certainly have a need. Manufacturing groups is another target. Uh, geez, we had uh, uh, distilleries making hand sanitizer instead of tequila. Big shifts to their business, which resulted in potentially big shifts to their business and their valuation. And then those professional groups. Uh, look for those those groups because they've seen a lot of shift and actually a lot of acquisitions are happening in that space. So top three, that's who I would go after. That's really helpful. Thanks for helping narrow it down for us to just three to focus on. Derek, yeah. what about you? Anything else? I was, I was going to add to that. We also want to be you know cognizant of everyone's time and you as a, you know the, the advisors out there also. There there are certain business. Uh, sizes, right, where this is more applicable. So in order you know, to get a good result, to have the opportunity, the ability to fund the solutions that we're talking about, generally speaking, the business ought to already have a book value of $500,000 or more uh, and or uh, revenues of $2 million. So that gives you a good idea of the type of business within the categories Ryan's talking about that would have the ability to actually afford the solutions that we're talking about. So keep that in mind as well as you're you're out there talking to your business owner, clients, or prospecting. Those are the things you want to keep in mind as well. Thank you. That's good to have sort of a range in mind. Well, thank you both for your time today. This was really helpful. And I think our firms, I imagine they're going to be calling you pretty often because this seems like such a great resource to have when they're talking to business owners. Great. We'll make sure to staff up accordingly. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) All right. Thank you both. Yeah. Thanks, Kristen. This material is not a recommendation to buy or sell a financial product or to adopt an investment strategy. Investors should discuss their specific situation with their financial professional. If you have any questions regarding your particular situation, contact your legal or tax advisors. This information is general in nature and is not intended to be tax, legal, accounting, or other professional advice. The information provided is based on current laws, which are subject to change at any time, and has not been endorsed by any government agency.